I just dropped $320 at a store that has no selection, no ads, and no consistency. And a bunch of you guys did too. These guys made $226 billion last year. I'm talking about Costco. This company took the retail Bible, tore it to shreds, and then lit it on fire. There is so much you can learn from what they did and how they do it. That's coming up right after this. Before we get to it, if you're new here, my name's John Davids. I've helped my clients make over $200 million working with my marketing agencies. You can learn more at johndavids.com. While you're there, get on the email list. I drop an email a couple times a week. You're going to love it. And of course, wherever you're listening or watching this, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a review, tell your friends. Let's get to the show. You're listening to Making It with John Davids. So today we're going to talk about Costco and what makes it such a unique business, a crazy unique business, and different lessons that you can learn from it, because I've learned a ton from Costco over the years. Let's start off with the members-only policy. If you don't have a card, you are not getting into this place. Costco will unapologetically turn you away at the door. You gotta flash that plastic to get in. If you wanna wander these orange aisles, it is a privilege, and for good reason. Costco's membership is perhaps the most brilliant business maneuver of the last century, maybe, maybe tied with Amazon Prime, which I've talked about many times also. And by the way, Amazon Prime, you guys stole that from Costco. First off, Costco's memberships generated $3.9 billion last year. That's almost 80% of the company's profit came from the membership. It provides them with cash flow upfront to fund operations for the entire year. So I get my membership fee back at the end of the year through my 2% rebate. A lot of people do. But even then, we have just loaned Costco $120 for 12 months at a 0% interest rate. Let me break that down because a lot of people don't understand the brilliance of this. If you were starting a company or you have a company and you're starting your year on January 1st, you need money, right? You need money to fund operations, to pay for capital expenditures, to pay your employees, to have a cushion, to pay your vendors, all this kind of stuff. And how do you make that money? Well, you have money from last year and also you have money from operations, from selling whatever you sell. Costco has all those things, but they have something extra, which is at the beginning of the year, and it's not literally the calendar year, but it's different for every person, depending on when, you're, on when you got your membership. But at the beginning of every person's year, they have to hand over to Costco about 100 bucks, 120 bucks. It's different for every market. And even though by the end of the year, you're probably going to get that money back because Costco gives you 2% of whatever you spent back at the end of the year, you've effectively just loaned them that money. Isn't that crazy? Wouldn't it be nuts if you could go to all of your customers? Let's say you have 100 clients. If you can go to your 100 clients and say, okay, everybody, loan me $1,000. Everybody, we'll want you to wire me $1,000. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to send this money back to you at the end of the year. No interest, and there's no collateral. If I go out of business, you're, you're, you're out of luck. Would they give you that money? Of course not. Why would they give you the money? But in the case of Costco, we do because they make it a part of their value proposition. Charging a membership just to walk in the door and have the privilege to buy stuff 
We give the money. It's uncollateralized. Yes, I'm getting it back at the end of the year, but Costco made $3.9 billion. That's a lot of money to get up front to be able to use to fund your operations. I love it. Here's something else I love. No selection. You're looking for ketchup? We got you. I mean, we got you as long as you don't mind two mini barrels of Heinz, because that's what you're going to get. Those giant Heinz bottles. I have so many of them. All right, you want mac and cheese? No problem. Costco sells a 28-pound bucket of mac and cheese. Hope you broke those biceps. Hope you got that workout in. There's a reason Costco offers only one to two product options and no more. It's because you buy more of it, right? If we sold you, Costco says, if we sold you eight different kinds of pickles, then you would have to decide what kind of pickle do I want. But if they sell one kind of pickle or maybe two max, then you bet you have a much more binary decision. Do I want pickles or do I not want pickles? And you don't get the, into the analysis paralysis decision-making process. So Costco limits their inventory selection. They also increase the size of every piece of inventory, right? You can't get a small bottle of pickles. You got to get a big bottle of pickles, or maybe they make you buy two bottles of pickles. And on top of all that, it's less skews for them to manage. So from an inventory management standpoint, they don't have to worry about all these different SKUs, all these different products. It's much more limited. It's a very, very effective way to run a business. If selection is your groove, Costco doesn't have it. But if you want an unreasonable number of ranch Doritos, you know where to find them. Quick break so I can tell you about DemandScope. DemandScope is a performance marketing agency that helps you acquire new customers, keep them hooked, and scale profitably. Google ads, Instagram ads, TikTok ads, landing pages, email, and more. There are so many ways to get customers today, but if you're not doing it right, you'll end up blowing a whole bunch of money. And that's why I launched DemandScope. We're here to make sure you're doing it right. Get more customers today and scale effectively. Learn more at demandscope.co. That's demandscope.co. Here's something I bet you didn't know. Costco isn't just a retail juggernaut. It's also a consumer product giant. So get this. Their brand, Kirkland Signature, that's their house brand, sold a ridiculous $58 billion last year. $58 billion. That puts them in Division One, right next to Unilever, Procter & Gamble, and way ahead of stalwarts like Hershey and Kellogg's. Kirkland spends on advertising absolutely nothing. They don't spend $1 on advertising, which is one of the biggest costs for most consumer product companies. Procter & Gamble spends billions of dollars Billions with a B on advertising. Kirkland spends nothing because they have total distribution at Costco. Any Costco you go into has Kirkland products. And this is not your granddaddy's brand of imitation private label stuff. This is really high quality on par with any nationally sold consumer brand. Kirkland makes batteries, cashews, toilet paper, wine, liquor. It's all good. It's not second tier. It's as good or better as any national brand, and they have great distribution. They spend nothing on advertising. $58 billion. Are you kidding me? That's insane. That is a powerhouse. Costco also has all these different vibes. If you walk in, you just notice certain things. So for example, if you've ever been into a store, Costco has endless samples, all dressed bagel bites, mm, those cheese pierogies, 
You can skip lunch, go to Costco, you leave full. It's great. How about the no questions asked return policy? If you buy a bag of chips, open that bag of chips, eat half the bag, and then go back, no receipt, you got your card on you, go back, return the chips, no questions asked. They won't even ask you why you're returning a half-eaten bag of chips. You know how I know? Because I've done it. I've done it as an experiment. It's all market research. They will take it back, a no questions asked return policy. What about the ridiculous hot dog and soda combo for a buck 50? That's pretty crazy, right? A dollar 50, absolutely no price increase in a couple decades, even though inflation has been crazy. A dollar 50, hot dog and soda. And here's something even crazier. Like 20 feet away from the hot dog and soda, there's a $330,000 diamond ring. They sell that. Go to the jewelry case at Costco. In one of the stores, they actually had a $330,000 diamond ring, but they have all kinds of jewelry for thousands of dollars, literally 20 feet away from where they're selling discount lunch. It's nuts, but it's a vibe. It's a Costco vibe. They have all these things they do and people just accept it. It's crazy, but people accept it. The overwhelming lesson that I get from Costco, in addition to everything that I just told you, is that in order for brands to be truly influential, truly stand out, they really need to do their own thing. They need to play by their own rule book. And here's the interesting thing. When you do one or two weird things, you just look strange. You almost look inauthentic sometimes, like you're trying to be different, like you're trying a little too hard. We sort of sniff some inauthenticity there. But when you do everything different, when you go kind of crazy, kind of kooky, the questions stop and people just learn to accept that you are different. And then they will make the decision whether you are someone that they like or someone they don't like. Are you a brand that they can lean into or a brand that they resent? I'll be honest, I have friends, I know a lot of people actually, who really don't like Costco. They don't like the samples. Like, ugh, I don't want to eat a cheese pierogi from a stranger. Why are they trying to feed me a cheese pierogi? Or I don't want to buy a giant bag of olives or a giant box of toilet paper. I just need like six rolls, right? I'll get it at my, at my local drugstore. People aren't all drawn to Costco. And the ones who are drawn to Costco are kind of obsessed with it, right? We, we line up outside and we line up at those sample counters and we make sure that if we want to buy something, let's buy a few things. Let's go to Costco and buy a few things, right? The average price tag, if you look at your receipt at Costco, you meant to go in to buy something for 20 bucks, you leave after dropping 220 bucks because they just make the shopping experience so nice. This is what I love. Again, I love the idea that when you lean into your weirdness and your strangeness and what makes you unique, the questions stop. And I'll give you one more example. Think about celebrities. Think about politicians. Think about people that you know, maybe in your own life, who are just so out there and so strange. You don't say, oh, that person's strange. You end up saying, oh, well, that's Lou. Well, that's Uncle Jack. Well, that's that's that celebrity. That's, you know, fill in the blank, right? This person names their kid crazy names and they do, you know, they're part of a crazy religion or like whatever it is. They do things that are out of the ordinary. They play by their own rule book. They dance to the beat of their own drum. And it's not just mouth service. It's not just lip service. They actually are different in their entire DNA. And that's what you have to think about as a brand. If you really want to stand out, don't just do everything and conform because this is the way everyone else does it. Really think about how you can set yourself apart and be one of one. 
That is how you stand out as a brand in 2024. Costco invented its own model of retail by rewriting the playbook. No half steps, no hesitation. Costco is playing its own game and I love it. I wanna know what you guys think. Let me know in the comments on YouTube. If you're on Spotify or Apple or anywhere in the podcast world, leave a rating, leave a review, share it with your friends. I'll see you at johndavids.com and I'll talk to you guys next time.